Okay, I hope the mic is working. Let's see. Uh, so, for anybody that's watching, welcome to the first episode of Cody's Castle. This is my new podcast. And we're pretty much just going to talk about anything. Uh, from sports to like politics, we'll discuss a lot of stuff. Um, so, for the first episode, we're mostly going to focus on politics. Uh, I brought my friend Oliver here. And we're going to be talking about the Texas abortion bill, uh, just a little bit about Palestine and Israel, and then also the January 6th Capitol insurrection, which um, is obviously old news, but yeah, we'll talk about it. So, uh, Oliver, uh, what, do you, what do you consider yourself politically? So, for the most part, I kind of see myself kind of in the middle. I'm not far right, far left. I kind of see both sides of, you know, everything and kind of take into account of what is going on and, like, their views and stuff. Mm -hmm. um, I am Catholic, so I kind of see myself a little bit more to the right than to the left, but, like, for the most part, it's I'm very moderate, much to say. Okay. Uh, what, what do you think is the most important issue in America that is not really talked about? I mean, it... Uh, are we allowed to curse on this first off? I should have asked this earlier. Yeah. Sorry. Obviously, okay. just basic okay. things like racism is yeah. obviously yeah. not okay. <laughs> well, well, yeah. Oh, yeah. Of course, of course. Yeah. No. Uh, in in retrospect, America's a shit show. Mm -hmm. It feels like um, there's a lot of stuff going on. You know, police brutality and all that. And yeah. you got the abortion bill in Texas, like we're going to talk about in a little bit. Mm -hmm. um, we the the war in Afghanistan. We pulled out of finally after twenty something years, and uh, you know that's a big a big thing right now because I mean there's no right or wrong way of pulling out. It felt like it was it kind of I mean, you know eventually it was gonna have to be done. Mm. Did, did we do it? I mean we we did it wrong. It feels like, but at the same time it's like how else would we have done it? You know that's a big a big topic nowadays. Um, you know there's just so much going on that there's there's really no way to pinpoint one true big like issue i feel like okay um well I, I actually would like to talk about afghanistan but uh let's start with texas um okay. so obviously on september 1st senate bill 8 was passed um it, it essentially bans abortion without direct government enforcement right yeah it, it starts what at six weeks like yeah, like four, five or six weeks, essentially, literally as soon as the heartbeat of the child is detected, or the fetus, yeah. I should say. Yeah. Um, there are no exceptions for rape, incest, sexual abuse, or health problems with the fetus. I, I think the biggest thing is that it's, it's hard to repeal a bill like this because it's specifically, um, how do you say, made so that the government technically isn't enforcing it. It's citizens that sue anybody who's yeah. involved with the abortion. Um, I, I just think it's like a pretty indirect violation of Roe v. Wade. Um, yeah. And it, you guys are. It's, it's, it was a shocker for sure. I mean, it's always been talked about for a long time in Texas, especially. Mm -hmm. um, and, you know, as a Catholic, I am, you know, not for abortion at all i'm more of a pro-life guy yeah. but you know there's there's certain things that you can and can't do for that and i feel like the government making a bill like prohibiting this as a medical act 
Mm-hmm. Um, like you, re- you really, you shouldn't be able to govern a person's body like that. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I, I, we were talking about the other day, and I pulled up this where it uh, pro-choice does not mean pro-abortion. And it basically means like pro-choice means that no matter what your personal feelings or beliefs about abortion are, you understand it is not your place to make a decision for another woman about what she can and can't do with her body. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that really puts it like into a really good perspective for a lot of people. Yeah. Um, and so, you know, I'm not, you know, I'm, it's, I'm happy that, you know, abort, you know, abortion and stuff about that. But to govern it like the way they're doing is just not the right approach to it. I feel like, for sure. Um, I I I kind of agree. I I I don't think the government should have any say in uh, nah, medical procedures like this. Pulling pulling religion into politics is like, it, you know, for Republicans you're more Catholic and whatnot, and Democrat it's all over. Mm-hmm. But. You should, I feel like that's a thing you shouldn't pull into politics and religion. I feel like those two things should definitely try to keep a separate mindset. I feel like they should try to keep like a different approach to it. Because um, when you pull religion into politics like they're doing right now, it shit happens like that. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I think that both religion and government should be almost completely separate. But I also think that in the way that our democracy was formed, you know, religion was a big part of our government. Yeah, you're not um, wrong. I mean, literally in the in the Constitution, it's like one nation under God or something like that, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so I guess this is a, a kind of off-topic question. Do you think we should take action to kind of remove... Uh, religion from government in the way that it currently stands like you know in the pledge of allegiance where it says under god um yeah and on I mean, federal buildings as well yeah i mean it's you know it's the, the it's the grounds upon what the nation were built basically and i feel like there really sadly isn't a way to do it because yeah. we're, we're too far on like along to do it now Mm-hmm. I feel like if they if they were gonna do something about it, it would have had to been a long, long time ago. Um, so I mean, I don't know. It just it's a big, uh, it's a big what if type of thing. Yeah. Hmm. Um, I'm trying How to think. Feel, I mean, should you think? Do you think they should do it? Like they should take out that stuff? Or what do I, you think about it? I'd like to see them kind of move away from having so much religion in politics or in the government itself but um like you said it, it would be very hard to do and i i don't know if we'll ever get to the point where that's possible uh, because it would essentially uh require like revolutionary thought yeah, <laughs> as far as um yeah. changing the way that our government works and yeah. the way that it's viewed I mean, it's it's nice, you know, it's, I like, there's certain aspects about it that I do like, of course, mm-hmm. um, but there, there's definitely some, uh, some changes that could be made eventually, who knows? Yeah. Uh, I guess the next discussion is, I, I don't even know how to word this, how can we prevent this 
uh, spread of essentially, yeah, we, we live in a relatively conservative state. Um, yeah. How or should we even try to stop the spread of these kind of religious oriented bills like the Texas abortion bill? I feel like there's a way to do it to where, you know, there's these bills that come out that are a religion oriented mm-hmm. that could be worded differently or like different laws to be abided by basically to mm-hmm. where they don't have to pull religion into it. Yeah. Um, and it's also like there's, there shouldn't have to be a law to tell a woman what she can and can't do. Mm-hmm. Like I get, you know, the people that run the state are, you know, Catholic. again, we're going back into the, the religion stuff. It's like, yeah. we, we, we get your Catholic. Like I, trust me, I'm not, I'm not a fan of abortion, but you know, there's, there is certain times where, you know, they, it could, it, you know, it saves people's lives and stuff. And, you know, um, but I've, I'm, I kind of lost track for a sec. Um, mm-hmm. Well, we were talking about, you, you know, other states trying to write. Well, even like our state, how, how or should we even prevent laws like this from um, coming here or any other conservative state as well? Yeah. Uh, I mean... There, I don't know. Again, I don't know if there's ways to do it. It would just have to be like a complete flip of leadership to do it, I guess. But I mean, there again, there's certain there's certain laws, certain bills that are upon religion mm-hmm. that are effective and are are needed and stuff. And then there's the ones that you know, like this abortion one, where it it shouldn't have to be needed to get the point across, I guess. Mm-hmm. So, so if they could find like a middle ground, then I'm all for it. But I don't, I don't know what else they could do. Okay. Um. So I, I guess basically what you're saying is, you know, it, it shouldn't be up to the government, obviously. Um. It there should yeah. be like non-government programs that push for you know women's exactly. rights and also pro-life. Um. Exactly. Okay, I see. Do uh, you want to scoot over to Palestine and Israel, or do you sure. do you have any final comments on the abortion no, bill? I think I, I think we covered everything that could be possibly said. I feel like is there any last remarks that you would like to say? I uh, not particularly. I think we have some pretty common ground on it. Um, I, I I wouldn't say that there is a middle ground as far as uh, the government um, banning abortion versus, like, essentially private parties that uh, push for it. Yeah. But I, I personally think it should be legal in almost all situations, uh, except maybe after, like, the third trimester begins, you know? Um, yeah, yeah. Yeah. All right. That's, that's pretty much it for the Texas abortion bill. Uh... So I know before the podcast we were kind of talking about um, Israel, obviously. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah. yeah. Uh, so how much do you know about like the original history of um, Israel? So I mean, I know like the this conflict has been going on for you know for I think it's like 
around a hundred years now, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, but to be honest, I don't, I'm not a too, like, I know it's about refugees and stuff and, you know, trying to find out whose land is what kind of thing. If yeah. I'm on the right track. Mm-hmm. Right. Okay. Um, but other than that, I mean, I don't honestly know too, too much. Okay. Um, so basically right after world war two, um, yeah. a, a lot of nations got together and essentially gave this land, uh, which we now know is Israel to, uh, Israel. Um, okay. and that caused a pretty big, uh, disbursement of Palestinian people. I, f- I forgot the yeah. exact name for, uh, that disbursement. Um, but you know, hundreds of thousands of people had to leave their house. <laughs> Sorry, yeah, my voice exactly. is yeah. a little bad today. Um, yeah, had to leave their houses and their homeland uh, because of uh, international intervention. Yeah. And I, the first question is, do you think Israel has a legitimate claim to this area? But I, I, I need to reward that. Uh, do you think it has a legitimate claim because other nations gave the land to Israel? I mean, was was the other land like that land that was given to him? Was that owned by those other nations, or were they kind of just like? You well, know, it was pa- it was Palestine. Okay, and so these other nations kind of gave Israel the land that wasn't like it wasn't even the other nations' land before, kind of thing. Am I on? Um, not not really. It was colonialized, but it wasn't like there. It wasn't like okay. So it. I mean, from here and all that, I I don't know if they have the most legitimate claim. Mm -hmm. I mean, I get that it was given to them and stuff, but like, if that land wasn't owned, like sit, like take this into example. If I steal, like, not if I take, it's stealing. If I steal something from someone and then give it to you, and Mm -hmm. then that other person wants it back do you have a legitimate claim to it like that's kind of i feel like that's kind of what i'm we're getting like that's what it feels like to me mm-hmm. um and, and in that case i feel like it shouldn't be mm-hmm. i i'd agree with it, that <laughs> that's like exactly how i, I feel about... yeah i guess I, I feel i hope that's a good analogy I, don't, I mean i'm trying to i'm trying to recollect some stuff from like history classes and stuff mm-hmm. um but i feel like i feel like what you have just told me and then other stuff i feel like that that's a good analogy mm-hmm. um so if that's the case then no <laughs> they they really don't have a legitimate stance for that mm-hmm. okay um let's see uh the past well <laughs> essentially since the conflict started uh israel and palestine have been in uh quote-unquote peace talks to kind of unify the nation yeah. um I just, do you believe that the U.S., specifically the U.S., should be involved in those talks to try to unify uh, Israel and Palestine? Or should we essentially um, pull a Woodrow Wilson's, you know, just non-interventionalist <laughs> policy? Woodrow Wilson is bitch. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and just, like, I mean, stay out of it. We do have a, a shit ton on our plate right now. Mm-hmm. Um, we're, are we, are we, I'm trying to remember. Are we allies with Israel or no? Yes. Where are we? <laughs> we we okay. give them a lot of money. <laughs> yeah. So if that's the, I feel like we we should probably have a little like, you know, kind of like a pat on the back type of deal. But mm-hmm. I don't feel like we should go like guns ablazing kind of approach. Yeah. Like it should definitely be a laid back type 
deal. Mm-hmm. Um, and then if you know if, if if shit starts to hit the fan even more, then maybe a little more and you know kind of nudge it along a little bit more. Yeah, but I don't I don't know if we should go full full force right away, mm-hmm. or at least right now until we deal with some of our own problems. Okay. Um, do you think it, after there, uh, hopefully if there's ever peace there, um, yeah, hopefully, hopefully there will be. Do you think that the Palestinians should have their old land back? Like quite literally, like sp- individual owners should have their own land back or should they, uh, resettle them in other places that are not like directly, <clears throat> um, yeah housing citizens right now that, in Israel? That, that actually is a really good question to think about. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel, I mean, because what? It started over 100 years ago, so people that got displaced, I mean, it would be generations now that yeah. have been displaced. So it, um, the main displacement happened, I believe, in 1948. So I'd, I'd say it's probably two, two and a half, three generations down from the original exodus of the Palestinians. yeah. I mean, it, I feel like it should be offered to the families and stuff, but I feel like it'd just be so hard to, to like, find, like, the heritage line and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I mean, I guess you could offer it to them, and then if they don't want to come back, you can kind of just, like, it's up for grabs type of deal. Okay. But actually, that actually is, like, because, like, with other conflicts, have, like, what have they done? That have That they, is something I don't know, actually. I, I probably should have researched that a little yeah, bit. There's, I mean, there's a bunch of conflicts from, you know, the, from history that, mm-hmm. you know, the land has gone back to the rightful owner type deal. And yeah. it's like, do those people literally come back and inha- inhabit it? Like, do they not even want the land anymore? Like, what what, what are they going to want to do if it actually, like, get if there's, like, a real settlement or peace treaty or truce or whatever you want to call it? Mm-hmm. I, it's like... Hmm. I think that the only conflict I really know, well, I don't even know if it's considered a conflict, but um, <laughs> the Native Americans. Um, yeah, yeah. Af- like 200, was it 200? Uh, a long time after yeah, their yeah, just, exodus, a you long, know. A long periodical time. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, we we kind of set up these reserves which yeah. also have their own problems. We we don't need to get into that, but yeah, um, that's another talk. That's another time. Yeah, they <laughs> they weren't given their original settlements back, obviously. Um, yeah. So I think that's something we'll see um, as soon as, again, hopefully there is peace in the Middle yeah. East uh, regarding Israel and Palestine. Is exactly. the efforts to resettle. The people. Yeah, no, it'll definitely it'll definitely be interesting to see and like it'll definitely be like a, a first of its kind. I feel like if they really do it, mm-hmm. especially of that scale. Exactly. Yeah, that that is a pretty massive scale. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you have anything else to say about it, or any no, other I feel, opinions? I feel like we covered it. I mean, like, uh, I mean, all in all, we hope that there's you know peace there one day, yeah. or it be anytime soon. Who who knows? But mm-hmm. one day. In our lifetime, we we will hopefully see peace over there. Yeah. Uh, oh, actually, I do have one more question. Um, Go for it. So both Israel and uh, people in Palestine, specifically Hamas, um, do send rockets to each other and missiles. Yeah. 
the only difference to me is that Israel kind of has this legitimized status as a nation and um, kind of pins Palestine in the corner of the, of the Gaza Strip uh, and commits yeah, yeah. objective war crimes against the Palestinian people. Um, yeah. There's no backlash for it I that I see, you know, like top military officials aren't fined for it or put in jail, uh, even though they're literally killing, you know, innocent people. Yeah, I've, I have seen all, all that stuff. Uh, so the, I guess the question is, I, I don't want to say, should we go to war with Israel? No, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Should we intervene in the war crimes, or should we leave that up to other nations that um, also fund Israel and yeah, legitimize that, it? That has, it's because you like you said earlier, we give them a lot of money and stuff, mm -hmm. right? Yeah, and so it's like we're kind of it's like that. I mean, it is all of it's just I I I I don't like it how they're killing so both sides are are doing it. So it's mm -hmm. but it's like. Yeah, first off, you have to find out who, like, who started it, basically, which, again, it's been a hundred years or so in the making, and so it's, mm -hmm. it's hard. To, and then, you know, it's just, there's definitely better ways to go about trying to solve a solution than sending literally missiles and rockets at each other. For sure. <laughs> um, and then, so wait, Israel, which one, which side has like the Iron Dome, like defense system type deal? Uh, is Israel. One of them, or is yeah. Israel's got it, and then Hamas kind of just. Hamas has like no, no real protection the, from rockets yeah. or missiles. Yeah, so that's that's a big that's a big a biggie right there. I feel like if there's no true defense system up for Hamas, mm -hmm. then I I mean you you know that they're kind of just taking them as they are. Like there's really nothing they can do about it besides retaliate yeah and so i feel like because there was a piece like there was like a like a, a couple of days of like ceasefire kind of thing yeah and then yeah. they kind of just started it back up right mm -hmm. do, you do you remember who started it back up or was it kind of like a both sides kind of just literally shot at the same time uh i don't remember i think um hamas was the first to fire rockets back this, was this in July, like July eleventh, I think. Yeah, it was something like it was. It was. It was pretty recent. I believe I they fired rockets because of a killing, like a shooting of. Okay, so okay, yeah. so they okay, so you're so people Israel killed someone like from Hamas or like an official or something. Well, like an in, an innocent civilian in oh, Palestine. Even okay, even better, right? Yeah. Good lord. So okay, so I kind of get that. <laughs> Mm -hmm. Kind of, you know, that is, you know, I feel like that's kind of like a, you know, you could, you, sh Israel should have expected that. <laughs> yeah. If they're killing a, you know, a civilian like that. Um, but should America go to war with, I don't think, I, I just don't think we can. Yeah. Cause of the, the, I mean, there. I mean, we definitely need to be like, "Yo, what the hell are you doing?" Type deal. That that's more of what I I meant was like, should we intervene? Maybe not going to war, obviously. Not, yeah, but... not yeah. Again, no guns blazing here, like Rambo over there or anything. But, but should yeah, we I, like defund I, them I, if yeah. they continue to do that? I mean, if we yeah, if they continue, I feel like there should there definitely should be consequences. I mean, there's con there should be consequences for both sides. 
but since we have we're you know we have relationships with israel i feel like that's the best way i mean not the best way but i feel like that's the way we go is like there's some sort of penalty there where it's like you, you kind of need to figure your stuff out over there mm-hmm. and not kill innocent people yeah because i get if it's like military on military combat type deal but like innocent with innocent civilians dying that shouldn't you shouldn't be doing that mm-hmm. because they were just launching them straight at them right like on the gaza strip they were kind of just like shooting at each other kind of thing yeah um yeah, yeah pretty that that's a simple way to say yeah they're yeah, shooting at I, each other yeah 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 it, yeah uh so, so i just remembered there is one more thing um Hamas has obviously been known um, for a while, but they do um, this weird thing where they build tunnels under civilian areas and use them as uh, military war planning places, if you will, or control centers, I should say. Um, And Israel has attempted to blow some of them up with missiles. Okay. Um, but in the process has also committed yeah killed innocent civilians. yeah so, but okay, thing so that, sorry you go so i mean with with that they so the people from so you you said the people from hamas are building under civilians right like yeah okay so they're basically they basically use them as like a human shield that sounds like exactly which is a war crime it is a it is a yeah, war you, crime you to really, do that it's you yeah you you're putting civilians in the line of fire that should not be there in the first place yeah but i, so I that, the main question is is israel justified in targeting those places that's a tough one. Because I, I get the other trying to end it, so they're trying to get the leaders and, like, you know, stuff like that. But to sh- to know that you're sh- literally shooting right at civilians, too, at the same time, mm-hmm. I, I just, it's, that's such, like, a, a hard, because, like, that's, like, rule, like, rules of war slash, like, engagement law. It's, that's just so much, like, red tape you have to go through to, like, know if that's, like, that should be happening and stuff. I feel like that. Like I would like to say no, just because like there's. Or I would like to say that it shouldn't be done because mm-hmm. again, civilians are literally right in the line of fire. Yeah. But in the end, if that's how it's going to end, like if that's how they're going to get him to stop, then mm-hmm. they, I. It's just I. It's just such a such a toss up. I feel like. Yeah. Like that's such like a tough. Like I don't know how people can be like officials that make those calls i don't know what type of person you have to be to be able to sit down and like calmly and coolly decide if you're going to shoot like that or not. yeah um somebody in chat brought up uh hamas's leadership has an interest in prolonging the conflict and palestinians are just getting and, and like normal palestinians are in the middle getting fucked and then he said yeah. no they're not i'm not sure uh, what he's saying, no, they're not, too. So I'm, I'm away for him to respond. Um, okay. But um, while we're waiting, uh, I'm actually reading a book right now about essentially how hard it is to resist uh, authority, which okay. I think um, is 
very relevant to um, Israel, the conflict in Israel and Palestine, because the the people who are firing the rockets are typically not the people who, you know, are like, okay, we need to bomb this place. Yeah, uh, they're yeah. essentially just following orders, um, which the book goes into detail about it. Uh, and why? Just because there are expectations and uh, ways that you can yeah. remove the blame from yourself. Exactly. Um, but the, the people who are launching and shooting are still culpable. You know, they're still responsible for it. Um, exactly, yeah. I mean, you knew what you are signing up for when you did it. Yeah, exactly. Um, but like you were saying, we, we need to kind of figure out what's going on in their heads. I, I think it's kind of this mutual shift of blame that uh just keeps recurring and makes uh you know the top military officials be like well we didn't actually fire the rockets and the people who fired the yeah, rockets are like yeah, well it, we're we just following yeah, orders exactly okay yeah it's a, yeah it's just a, a big you know psychological thing i feel like exactly uh, um so any anything else about israel or you want to move on yeah. to the insurrection uh, we can we can we can move on i think i think we've we've covered it pretty well Perfect. At, at least the best that we are able to with the knowledge that we have exactly i agree um so as far as and we kind of know what happened during the insurrection i guess the main yeah. <laughs> the main things are the immediate aftermath of it yeah. um i think the biggest thing was obviously trump's twitter getting yeah that uh, was banned <laughs> or yeah, restricted yeah, from tweeting yeah, specifically yeah um should private companies be able to restrict users who are in public office it's, it's, uh, i mean it's kind of going against the you know the freedom of speech stuff mm -hmm. you know the first amendment but at the same time if they're causing that much havoc yeah. Then may, maybe they should be, you know, a little. I mean, I don't think he should have lost it completely. Mm -hmm. But there's definitely from what he tweeted and stuff on that day. Because wasn't he like kind of like rooting for him type of deal? Like, wasn't he like, he, I mean, yeah, he was, he was directly encouraging them. You yeah. Know? <laughs> like, okay. So, you know, he, uh, you know, he said, he said some dumb stuff while he was in office. He did some good stuff too. Don't get me wrong. Mm -hmm. But, I mean, that, do it like, that was not the time to to tweet. He yeah. just had so he he was just a, a he had Twitter fingers his whole turn, mm -hmm. and so I feel like there definitely should have been some consequences. I don't think he should have been able like he should have lost the whole thing, mm -hmm. but there definitely should have been like a like a cap on it. Yeah. So the problem I have with the tweets he was making were not only were they directly encouraging the violence but as a public official you kind of have this responsibility to calm uh peace you know yeah exactly and yeah i mean it, you know everything er, everything was done by then like they were literally just doing the electoral vote count basically exactly and, and so there there's nothing you could have done they just prolonged it mm -hmm. and a lot of a lot of backlash from that that i saw was most mostly people on the right that were like you know this is a violation of free speech but it a it's a to me it's a private company they should be able to ban 
uh, anyone. Yeah, I mean, and, technically, well, he was still te- technically present at the time. Yeah. Not for much longer, of course, because the inauguration was coming up. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, it, I mean, it just, that day embarrassed the country so much, I feel like. Because that should, it just shouldn't have happened. Yeah. <laughs> like, there was no reason, there was no reason for it to be that out of, pro- I, I get protests outside, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. I get it. But, like, storming the fucking Capitol and like barging your way in and doing all this crazy shit and taking all these pictures and like officials offices and whatnot mm-hmm. like it's just, it was just such like a it was just a circus it was it, a bunch I, I don't know it was just it was just it should have never happened yeah um so yeah there there's a line between free speech and speech that encourages violence or hate yeah. Um. We know that that's typically restricted. Um. Yeah. Of course. That would that would make sense. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Another thing <laughs> that I think that I don't think Twitter ever posted like an official um statement as to why it was restricted, like directly mm-hmm. which parts of the tweets. Um. But he also was, you know, spreading misinformation to the public. Uh about the votes is that something that a public official should be restricted on is misinformation to the public that elected them i mean i feel certain things for sure i mean if he's if he's fed bad information from other sources and then says it i get it Mm -hmm. because you know there's a there's a, a bunch of sources nowadays that don't know what they're talking about yeah but when like when it's like public knowledge among like the whole country type deal mm-hmm. then yeah i feel like okay um let's see what's the next question that i want to ask uh should should members of public office like some of the um senators that were in the capitol who provided false information after the event that were saying like you know this is antifa people this is all left-wing people uh, that committed this violence, uh, even though they knew objectively because of the arrests uh, of the people that did <laughs> that did the insurrection, um, they they continued to spread that misinformation on purpose to yeah. push their agenda. Um, should those people be allowed to represent the public still? Um, let's think. Because, I mean, hmm. well, what, what's your take on it first? What do you think? I, I, I don't know if they should be removed from office, but I, I definitely think the ones that encouraged the violence directly during the insurrection uh, should probably go to jail. Yeah, I mean, there definitely should be consequences for it. Mm-hmm. Uh, it just... I. This is another thing we we talked about earlier with politics and religion, you know, not shouldn't politics and social media should not be like a like ever since social media has become a thing and like gotten into politics and stuff, it's just gotten worse and worse. Mm-hmm. And this was kind of a, bo- a boiling point type deal. Um, and so I feel like they shouldn't be able to, you know, tweet all this stuff out and all that. But I mean, I get, you know, there's Social media does have 
good things for politics, you know, being able to like for campaign reelections and whatnot. Yeah, but like for that for this kind of stuff, they they, they there's no reason they should be tweeting like stuff like that. Yeah, it, I or, agree. Or Facebooking <laughs> or Instagramming or whatever you want to call mm-hmm. YouTube vlog. <laughs> yeah. Do you do you think that like Twitter and Facebook should take steps to help prevent this kind of stuff by limiting what kind of speech should be on their on their platforms? I feel there should definitely be like a, a filter mm-hmm. of it, like at least for that kind of stuff. I mean, it's just I feel like there would be it would be so hard to like cap or like to put a cap on it mm-hmm. just because there's it's just so much going on at the time. Okay. Hmm. Um, what else can we talk about about the insurrection? I think that's pretty much it. That was the main thing I wanted to talk about was the, yeah. the social media, and um, yeah. I mean, it just yeah, it it just that was a a, a pretty bad day for America as a whole. I feel like yeah, <laughs> I, yep, it was yeah. very bad. <laughs> I mean, it, 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 it was everywhere. I was at work and it was on TV everywhere. I'm like, oh my god, what are they doing? Because mm-hmm. again, I get protests and, and all that, they do it outside, you know, keep it peaceful. But to literally storm the U.S. Capitol, mm-hmm. it's just that it, it, was, it was wild. Yeah, it was, it was a very sad day. <laughs> I was like, holy shit. Um, so I think that's it as far as the insurrection. Uh, do you want to talk about the withdrawal from Afghanistan? Yeah, we can, I feel like we can cover it. Okay. Um, I didn't plan to talk about it, so I'm going to have to think of, um, I mean, if you want to, if you, if you just want to, we can cover it quick and then pick it back up for next week. Yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, we'll just basically give details about what we'll talk about next week. Uh, We're so a, a sneak a sneak peek. Yeah, a sneak preview of next Cody's week. Castle. <laughs> um, so in August of this year, twenty twenty one, we oh my god, my voice, dude. <laughs> we we finally withdrew from Afghanistan. Um, after what was it twenty twenty years uh, exactly? I believe. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. We we are officially out of Afghanistan, we have no military presence there. Um, directly. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, I, I... Uh... How do I say this? A lot, a lot of people were very upset with Joe Biden's handling of the evacuation of our troops and of other refugees. Um, but this isn't something that, you know, he... He was like, okay, it's our time now to get out of Afghanistan. This is something that's been planned since at least Trump's presidency. He, he talked a lot about the evacuation. Um, and, yeah, we'll also discuss, uh, you know, the 13 service members who died and the hundreds of Afghan civilians and... Uh, who's culpable for the Afghan war and should they be uh, jailed for it and jailed for the countless deaths that they cause. Mm-hmm. So I think that'll be a pretty good discussion next week or whenever, yeah, <laughs> whenever I, we're able I, to do this. 
I definitely, I definitely think it would be a good time, or not a, okay, not a good time. <laughs> I, yeah. I def- it'll be, it'll be, it'll definitely be interesting to, to talk about it and see where it goes. Awesome. Well, I think, I think we discussed a lot for the first episode of this podcast. Yeah, I think, I think so. I think, it, I think it went well. We covered everything we wanted to do. Mm-hmm. Um, thank you again for having me on. Absolutely. It was Hopefully, awesome having yeah, you on. I'll be on. Hopefully I'll be on some more. Hopefully the viewers and the listeners that are, are listening right now uh, enjoyed it. If y'all have any takes, please leave comments or in the chat or anything. We'd love to hear from y'all and, you know, see y'all side of it. Because we, we, I, I know for, at least for me, I don't know about Cody here. I know for, I like to, you know, be able to learn and see everyone's opinions and, you know, learn from that. Mm-hmm. So please leave comments and suggestions, whatever y'all want to do. Awesome. Well, thank you very much, Oliver, for coming on. And we will have you back on the next episode. So, (laughs) Sounds good to me. All righty. Peace out. Thanks for joining. Thank you.